Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for hanging out here with me today. As I told you, one of the cool things about having a podcast is that if you have a wacky idea or something that's a little bit different, you can actually go and explore it. And I've talked about how I'm going to do some of that with House of L. There's going to be Subjects that I get into, there's going to be weeks where there's no guests because I just want to spend 20 minutes talking about something. And then there are going to be times like this where it's something that's a little bit more fun. And with, as I'm recording this, New Year's is coming up and people are staying at home. I thought it might not be a terrible idea to do an episode on cocktails, on putting some stuff together to lighten the mood if you are having a small gathering or the gathering is just you or you or your dog or you and your beloved. Why not come up with something festive that you can do at home? So I, I thought that we would do that in this episode. And I enlisted one of my former students to help out in this regard because she's an expert on the subject. Jenna Duddleston is really, really talented broadcaster and bartender. She's been doing these videos and podcasts called Bar Talk with Jenna. It's really good. You need to go seek them out. She, her presentation is great. Like, it's really beyond the information that you're getting. I think that the presentation that she puts together is really, really good. I don't, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself a big drinker. I am someone who has found over the last, like, five years that I like rum, and I like rum drinks. Like, that's that's my go-to. If I'm going to have a drink, it's going to be rum. And so I've dove into that a little bit. There's a bunch of different rums that I like. There's a couple that I am drawn to. Shout-out to Sri Rao. Like, he hit me up and was like, he's a listener, and he goes, hey, you, I heard you talking about rum. Have you ever had Brugal? And I said, no, I've never, never tried Brugal. I, I usually drink Diplomatico out of Venezuela. Like, that's one of my favorites is Diplomatico. I like El Dorado, too. But I have, like, in my house, I probably have nine or ten different bottles of rum. 
I have been I experimented last week with white rum. I like dark rum better. The florals in white rum. I was not expecting and again, I don't drink very often, but I tried one of the cocktails that I like to make myself, which is very simple. And you'll hear Jenna talk about simplicity in cocktails. Basically, it's dark rum, pineapple juice, and grenadine. That's it's simple on ice. And that's a good drink for me because I love my sweets. And so I get the the sweets two times over. I like it with the dark rum. I tried it with the white rum, and it put me on my ass. Like, one drink. Again, I'm a lightweight, so know that. But the white rum hit me in a very, very different way. So I've been experimenting with that. I do enjoy a really well-made margarita, too. So if I'm going into other liquors then tequila is probably the next place that I go and so I'm trying to learn more about different rums I'm big into smells like smells is whether we're talking about food or alcohol I'm big into them so when I open up a bottle of rum like that's what I'm looking for and that Brugal is amazing like it smells really uh Zacapa I want to say is another one that smells great there's no rum that smells bad. I'm just saying that when I open up a bottle of Diplomatico, I am like, oh, that smells good. So anyway, because I am jumping into this space where I'm exploring some more of this stuff, I thought it would be a good idea to hit Jenna up. And as I said, she has the Bar Talk videos and podcasts, Bar Talk with Jenna. You should go check them out for sure. You should be following her on Instagram, but I wanted to get her idea. Oh, beyond that, she also is a bartender, and she works in a family bar on the south side. So this is this is a beer and a shot girl who has drifted into crafting cocktails. So I think that you will really, really enjoy it. Jenna and I talk drinks on the House of L podcast starting right now. I think that your bar talk videos are amazing. I think Thank it's you. it's really good content. It's something different. The presentation of it is is excellent. So before we talk about recipes, where did the idea come from? The idea for bar talk happened when I turned 21. I was interning at Campus Insiders, which is now Watch Stadium, and they clearly called me in on a day that I was not supposed to be there because no one was in the office. <laughs> so they it was like the very beginning of this like digital platform, right? Like what is social media? How can we use what's on like ESPN and NBC Sports and put it online? And they were telling me all this stuff. And they're like, we're trying not to look like ESPN. And I'm like, but everything looks like ESPN. So I remember in that moment in that office, I was like, ooh, bar talk with Jenna. Oh, that's a great idea. Don't tell anyone. So I sat on the idea for seven years. Um, But the idea, I think, also stemmed from 
you know, my family's, well, my upbringing, you know, like I grew up in a bar. I grew up in one of the oldest Irish pubs in the United States. And I thought that was normal. And I learned it was not. <laughs> so, you know, that um, it, it's kind of beautiful to think about because in a sense, the seed was planted when the bar began in 1938. But little did my great, great grandparents know that that seed that they planted in 2020 would become what bar talk is now. And, and it's, you know, like that, like, that's a crazy idea to think about, like from someone planting a seed back in 1938, compared to like, now how, you know, like, time evolves and you evolve, but like, because one seed was planted that long ago, this seed inside of me got to be planted too. There was, I forget who the other bartender was, but you guys were talking about customers that you hate. Oh, Jake. Jake works at uh, Cork and Carry at the park. Yes. I loved it because it was so fascinating and see, knowing you a little bit and, and seeing like the, the fire in your eyes where you're like, yeah, if you're being impatient, I'm going to make you wait for your drink. I was like, yep, that's, that is, that is on par. That is completely <laughs> on par. Yeah, that's me. My, it was funny. My afterwards, my mom was like, you just seem so angry in that video. Why did you post it? And I'm like, mom, it's supposed to be funny. Like, it's fine. Like I'm not this mean person, but it's just a funny video, mom. I promise. So afterwards, I think she was okay with that, but there I was mean, definitely some venting that was happening in that, in that moment. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't realize how much I needed to vent in that moment <laughs> until I've like watched it a few times. And I was like, wow, Jenna, you, you really are angry in this. Like you do love your job. Remember that you do love your job, dude. But yeah, it's, um, it's funny because the next that Saturday when I I'd worked, it was our ugly sweater party and the amount of people would like my customers were like totally messing with me. They're like, so if I slam on the bar right now, what are you going to do to me? I'm like, the door is right there. Do not test me today. Exactly. I am not here for the play play uh, yeah. uh, today. It's wh- when did you know that you could mix a drink? Like there's a difference between like, Hey, grab me a beer or, or mm-hmm. pour one up from the tap. When did you know you could also put together a pretty mean cocktail? So I worked for Let Us Entertain You um, when I was 20. I started there as a host at RJ Grunts in Lincoln Park. And then when I became 21, they were like, you, you grew up in a bar. You're, you're behind the bar. I'm like, I have, I'm like, we're a beer and shop bar. Like, I don't know how to make drinks. Like, but you learn on the job, you know, like, I think that's the best way to go about it. So as I was behind the bar, it was cool because they used to give us like a limit each time we were there to try different like recipes out, like, like, you know, just ring it in and we'll comp it, but like to figure out what you like and what you don't like. Um, And I've tried things that were, let's just say they'll never see the light of day. They were so bad, but um, it wasn't until I started working at Pizzeria Portofino on the Riverwalk back in 2019 where we were a very like cocktail heavy atmosphere and it was like fast paced cocktails. And I was like, I'll figure it out. I was my, I was like, I will figure it out. And I remember being like, you know what? I'm not a cocktail person. Like I'm normally like a wine bourbon kind of gal, 
but there's something really beautiful about the art of making something. And I love it. I love making something like specifically for someone because you take a little bit of who they are and put it in a drink. And when you learn the basic builds of cocktails, you can honestly just like do it with pretty much anything. And then you learn to like kind of teeter totter and toy with the recipe a little bit, but yeah, now I'm, I'm turning my, my very old school Southside Irish family into cocktail lovers when we were just beer and shop people. So, um, I take, I'm very happy in that, you know, they're, they're learning a lot as we go. And, you know, my mom's always like, how do you know more about alcohol? And I've been drinking far longer than you've been alive. I'm like, I don't know, mom, I just do. You're out here getting it from a bunch of different sources. What's the, has anyone ever had one of the cocktails that you mixed? And then came back and tipped you. Hmm. Like it was so good. They were like, yo, like you I, nailed that one. I've, I've honestly never gotten a tip from any of the cocktails I've made for bar talk. Um, we like, I've definitely had people reach out to me because my whole thing is I'm like, I want you guys to be able to make this at home. Like, you know, cause at the time people were still at home and mm -hmm. I was doing the podcast and I was like, well, how can we get another way for people to find the podcast without, you know, like, like very organically. And I was like, well, I like making drinks. And so let's see. So I've had a lot of people reach out to me afterwards and they were like, oh my God, I loved it. Um, actually a woman that I was working with said she'd reach out to me and was like, I made your red velvet martini Taylor's version for my Christmas party and everyone loved it. And I was like, that's the best compliment a girl can get. Thank you so much. Please take photos and tag bar talk with Jenna. I like that. That's good. All right. So yeah. let's talk about New Year's Eve. Clearly, yeah. people are still in need because they're mm -hmm. probably going to be having their adventures at home. Yes. So so what are some suggestions? Well, what would you suggest is easy enough for someone that's at home to make? So my first drink is actually a drink that I made about two or three weeks ago, and it's a sparkling pomegranate Moscow Mule. I think Moscow Mules are very easy to make if you're like beginning in wanting to understand cocktails. It's just vodka, um, some lime juice, some pomegranate juice, ginger beer. And because it's New Year's, we're going to add some champagne on top of it too. Okay. What I love about this drink though, is you can also make this as a non-alcoholic drink for your people who come in who don't want to drink or driving or pregnant are starting dry January early. I've had a lot of, a lot more people than I thought ask me, how can I make this in a non-alcoholic way? So I was like, ooh, we gotta figure that out. So with this guy, if you want to do this uh, drink non-alcoholic, you just don't have to add the vodka or the champagne. So it's just pomegranate juice, lime juice, and ginger beer, add some pomegranate seeds on top, a little bit of rosemary, and it looks beautiful. And then the people at your party, don't feel left out drinking like, you know, a can of pop or a water while everyone has like a drink in their hand. They still feel like they're included in the conversation, you know? That's a very good idea. And one that, I mean, there, obviously there are people that are sober. They're, mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, children. You could also. Yeah. There's, there's children. And like now, you know, I think about being a kid when my mom had New Year's Eve parties and they always got the Welch's drinks for us. Yes, so we would get the sparkling like, grape juice too. Yes, yes. So you, they have so many. They have like a sparkling apple cider. I know Whole Foods sells that. That's delicious. Um, 
but there is such a huge non-alcoholic um, industry now that if you really wanted to cater to the, the kids, the teenagers, the people who aren't drinking, like that option is still there for them. And, you know, like it's fun because I have people who come into the bar who are pregnant and it's like one of my, one of my favorite people and we'll do shots and I'll give her a shot glass of just like apple juice or water. Cause I'm like, I still want you to feel like you're a part of this shot. And she's like, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I know it's a good thing. So mm-hmm. we've got all the ingredients Yes. for, for this one. Yeah. And what, what do you call it? This is a sparkling pomegranate Moscow mule. Okay. So what do we do? How so much basic- of, of everything? Uh, so first you're going to do an ounce and a half of pomegranate juice, ounce and a half of lime juice, uh, ounce, oh wait, no, half an ounce of pomegranate juice, excuse me, half an ounce of lime juice, ounce and a half of vodka, add some ice. Um, I should also say this, when you're making drinks, guys, always build your drinks from non-alcohol to alcohol. There's a reason you do this. So the reason is if you mess up along the way and you got to dump it out, you're, you're at least dumping out your juice and you're not wasting alcohol. Okay. That's a that's mm-hmm. like an excellent tip. I would have never yeah. thought of that. Mm-hmm. that it's so not- funny because I usually pour, if I'm making a drink, I usually pour the shot first. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. that's incredible advice right there. Yeah. So remember that guy. And then add some ice in your glass. Um, if you have Moscow Mule cups, great. I like to do it in like a tall, like Collins glass, just because the coloring is so pretty and I want you to see the coloring in it. And then you just do half ginger beer and half champagne, some pomegranate seeds on top. Uh, I know Mariano sells like little cups of pomegranate seeds, so you don't have to like pick it apart from the fruit itself. And then some rosemary and you got a beautiful drink that you're just going to sip on all day long. So you seem like you really like the way that a drink looks. Like I'm, I found that I'm someone who loves the way something smells. But mm. you, so what are some of the prettiest drinks that you've seen? Like what? Are, so like you walked away, and you're like, damn, like I gotta learn how to make something similar to that. So when I was at Portofino, the first thing we learned in my training was everything we make has to be an Instagrammable photo. That was the very first thing we learned. And, you know, on the outside, you're like, that's a joke. But the truth is, it's one of your senses. You smell, you, you eat something, you, you drink something with your eyes first, and then you smell it. So I am a big believer in like presentation is everything because think about it. Like, if you see something that's gross, even if it's delicious, are you going to drink it? Probably not. Probably not. So presentation is everything, um, especially it's like in the way you present yourself too. you know, like that's just kind of, I think how it goes, but yeah, I love the presentation of it because I think I have people that are like, I don't know what's in this. I just know I need to drink it. I'll save this video and I'll make it later. I'm like, great. That's what I want to hear. You're drinking it first. Um, the prettiest drink I've, I've tried, I'm trying to think, um, there was one I saw the other day where they, um, kind of like creme brulee a blood orange. Yeah. And it was in like something that was like a whiskey sour. So the top of it had that like white frothy from that you get from an egg white. And I'm going to see if I, it was the prettiest thing I had ever seen in my life. And I was like, I don't know 
what's in this, but I know that I'm going to make it because it was, it was one of those things. I was like, I tasted that with my eyes first. So therefore I'm going to drink this. So you were super interested in it. You just looking at it, you're like, yeah, that is gorgeous. And I want to see what that's all about because it was so beautiful. Blood orange whiskey sour. Um, So it's whiskey, blood orange juice, lemon juice, simple syrup, and an egg white. And then you literally, you know how they have those like creme brulee torches now? Have you ever seen those? Yeah. They torched the top, like they sliced the blood orange in half, a little bit of sugar and torched it. I'm (sighs) I'm sending it to, to your Instagram right now, but I'm Lawrence, I'm not kidding you. It is the prettiest thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, I will make this one day. Cause I drank it with my eyes first. What's the weirdest thing that someone presented to you to drink? And you were like, nah. And then you tried and you were like, yeah. Um, Hmm. I will say probably anything with gin. Gin scares me. Really? Why? Cause I just, I always like the idea of like, I want to drink gin. Gin's so sophisticated. It reminds me of like old proper women in London. Right. (laughs) And then I, and then I taste it and I'm like, this is garbage, man. So this is so bad. So if someone gives me a gin drink and I like it, I'm like, Ooh, but gin always like, I'm like, uh, can't, can't do it. So anything with gin normally terrifies me. Like I shake at my core. Also anything with, um, What's it called? Jaeger. I run away. Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I run away from that, too. I run. It was a huge thing when I was in college. Like, Jaeger was, like, a huge thing at the bars. And I was like, I'm, I'm, first of all, I didn't have my, I don't know if y'all have even told you this. I didn't have my first drink until I was 21. Oh, wow. Yeah. I literally waited until I was legal. I don't know why, but. Yeah, why? I, I it would never really appeal to me. Like, I was always, like, my nickname in college, my roommates used to call me old man. Like, I've always kind of been an old man. I've mm-hmm. always been the designated driver, like, all of that stuff. And then the Bulls won their fifth title, and it was around my 21st birthday and i was where was i we were on rush street we were on russian division and i ended up having my first drink it was a beer it was good i mm-hmm. figured out i i don't really like beer i i do like i like mexican lagers if i'm gonna drink beer like that's kind of my jam right there yeah and then everyone I'm clearly on one side of the beer thing, and then people are like, you need to drink a Guinness, and I'm like, I'm good on the Guinness because I don't want to chew the beer. So 
it's not it's not in my flavor palette. I get that it's in yours. Mm-hmm. Guinness is actually um, less alcohol than a Miller Lite. Really? Yeah. So I think again, look with your eyes, right? Like you're drinking something with your eyes. You look at a Guinness and you're like, "This is going to taste like pine tar going down," right? And then I started taste drinking it, and I was like, "I actually really like this." And then I started looking into it. And I want to say if Miller Lite has like 4.2 alcohol by volume, Guinness is only like 3.8. Huh. It's something like it's it's similar. Um, but yeah, I I love Guinness. I don't drink it very often because I, I, I can't, me and my body don't have a good relationship with beer. I like swell. It's so sad. Like I turned 26 and, and the good Lord was like, you can't drink beer anymore, Jenna. Sorry. And I was like, why would you do this to me? Why would you do this to me, man? Like I grew up at a bar. I grew up around Miller Lite my whole life and now I can't drink this. So I can drink Corona's because Corona is uh, made from corn. So I can do that. But anything with like wheat or barley, I unfortunately, it just like makes me very sad and I, I just can't do it. What's cocktail number two? Okay, cocktail number two is named after you. Really? Yes, it is called Lawrence's Martini. Okay. So one of my favorite martinis of all time is a French martini. It is a very, um, if you are someone who wants to try martinis, this is like a great introductory into it because it's not too strong, but it's a great starter, you know, kit for you, let's say. Um, what I changed in it though, was because I know you love rum instead of vodka, we're doing this with rum. So it's an ounce and a half of white rum, half an ounce of Chambord. Every person should have Chambord in their house. It is a raspberry liqueur. You can add it to just about any cocktail and it just gives it a little bit of kick. And it also has this like beautiful coloring into it too. Again, drinking with your eyes, uh, three fourths ounce of pineapple juice. For you, and then we're gonna top that off with either champagne or sparkling wine in your house. What what type of glass we serving this in? Martini. Okay. Martini, baby. That is great. Now I have my own drink. I had a donut named after me, and now I got my own drink. This is working out splendidly. Now you got a drink, Lawrence. All right, now I'm gonna try that. I I think mm-hmm. I'm actually I can I can go actually get some Chambord tonight, mm-hmm. and, and try that for I have everything else actually, huh? Be good. And again, you just you just shake it in a in a martini glass. Um, if you don't have a like a cocktail glass to shake it in, because at my family's bar we don't have those supplies. Because you're a beer in a shot place. We're in a shot. We're a beer in shot place. We're super old school. So I'll take two cups and just like shake it back and forth like this, dump it back and forth, and then strain it into your glass. So there are ways to make everything. You you have you probably have more supplies at home than you realize. Let's put it that way. All right, let's go to number three. Number three is actually going to be the drink that I will be making this Thursday. Okay. This is my, like, champagne punch for everyone. It's called New Year's Champagne. Um, So it's going to be one bottle of champagne. I prefer dry. So there is a big difference between sweet champagne and dry champagne. Obviously, it depends on your flavor palette. When I'm mixing different ingredients, I always prefer to stay dry because when it's too sweet, some people, it's like, it's like having too many Sour Patch Kids in your mouth, right? So when you're making drinks with champagne, go dry. You'll thank me when you're done. Five ounces of brandy, five ounces of Grand Marier, another thing that every person should have in their house. 
five ounces of club soda, three ounces of grapefruit juice, one cup of blackberries, and then just some cut up uh, grapefruit as well. So you can make this like hours before your party starts and then put it in the fridge and let it chill and then just stir it around. Do not, I repeat, do not put ice in this. The reason you put ice in it, you're diluting it and you're just wasting alcohol and you're diluting the alcohol and no one wants to do that. That's just sad, right? So don't do that. Put the ice to the side. Um, I wouldn't add ice in this unless like you are someone who wants it a little bit, you know, watered down, nothing wrong with that. Drink what you like, drink how you like it. Um, But yeah, serve them in really pretty champagne glasses, put a little grapefruit wedge in there with a blackberry and the blackberry is going to bubble because of the champagne, it'll go like up and down in the glass and it's just beautiful. And it has this nice tint of a, uh, like a pink color from the, uh, grapefruit juice as well. So it'll be really pretty. I dig that. Like that's Mm -hmm. a really fun drink. So you're going to make that. It's going to be your thing, which is Mm -hmm. great. Yep. What's the most money that you spent on alcohol or something that's alcohol adjacent? So like, whether we're talking glasses or a fancy shaker or the a, a bottle of something, what's the most money that you spent? Probably a bottle. Um, it's definitely been a bottle, and it's actually I have it right here. So um, <laughs> I got two. So this guy, um, it's on my back bar. It's called Brothers Bond Bourbon. Okay. I was a big Vampire Diaries fan growing up. That was my guilty pleasure. So the guys from the show were, they were brothers in the show. They drank bourbon in the show and in real life, they became like best friends and drank bourbon all the time. So they became like bourbon connoisseurs. So I think it was in the beginning of 2020, they were, or 2021, they were coming out with brothers bomb bourbon. So I was like, I'll order a bottle. Like, I think it was like 40 bucks, nothing too crazy. Um, and then I was like, all right, let's see if I like it. So normally when I drink bourbon, it's just bourbon on ice, like a big ice cube, call it a day. I drank it and I was like, this is the best thing I've ever had. I, I, sw- I swear to God. And, and normally like all these celebrities that are coming out with these, you know, wines and liquors and everything right now, like there's an OG and it's, it's George Clooney who like slammed Grant out of the ballpark home run with Casamigos. Casamigos is the best tequila period, hands down, end of story for a very reasonable price. However, they cannot keep this on the shelf. Really? It's bro- Brothers keep- Brothers Bond. Brothers Bond bourbon. Um, my liquor lady that I do all of the um, drinks with got me two signed bottles, which will never be opened. So I see them. Yeah, no, they are like, I'm, they're like my pride and joy. I'm like, they're the most beautiful thing on the planet. However, I do have one more. Okay. Um, so worth it because it's like just the prettiest thing ever um so again my liquor lady nancy what knows i like whiskey and bourbon and and like dark liquor so she's like jenna have you ever heard of uncle nearest have you ever heard of this story lawrence no okay you're gonna be obsessed with it so uncle nearest is the man who taught jack daniels how to make whiskey Nathan Nearest Green. So I found out this story from Nancy, and she was telling me that basically when Jack perfected the, when he perfected Jack Daniels and he needed to go out and sell it, 
the only man he trusted was Nathan Nearest Green, who was once a slave that was the first master um, distiller at their, like the Jack Daniels compound in Lynchburg, Tennessee. So it's this like absolutely beautiful story of how Nathan Nearest Green, who was a slave and Jack Daniels, who was kind of um, kind of an orphan and like young, and they were both kind of outcast, developed this like very unlikely friendship and became really good friends. And a few years ago, a woman by the name of Fawn Weaver heard the story about, it was in the New York Times, and they kind of like basically said that Jack Daniels had whitewashed their history. And, and and she's like, I don't think this is right. So she started digging and finding out more information on this. Like, I just don't, like my guts tell me something about the story's missing. And the thing is people from Lynchburg and the people who work at Jack Daniels, like they, they have always given credit to, to nearest. It wasn't that they ever excluded him. He was, he's in every history book. They just never followed up to ask questions about him. So Fawn was the first person that was like, no, I need to know. I need to follow up and ask questions about him. So when she met um, Nathan, Nathan nearest Green's family, she said, what do you want to do? And they said, we want his name on a bottle. And I got to interview Victoria Butler, who is the great, great granddaughter who is uh, started her second career at 56 years old. She started her second career at 56 years old, becoming the master blender. She has won awards for being like the top blender and she's a black woman. And this is a cat. This is a industry that's run by white men and she's just killing it. Like they keep winning award after award after award for being like the best whiskey out there. So not only is it a phenomenal story because you know me, I love a good story, but the product is insane. So this one, I spent a little bit of money on, I think this was like 60 bucks, but $60 so well worth it. Um, they have a hundred proof and a 94 proof, get the hundred proof. It's just that much better. Okay. I like yeah. that. Bartenders yeah. always got stories, man. Oh, we have stories for days. <laughs> so, so, all right, I don't want to keep you too long because you've already been super generous with your time and with the the ingredients that you want us to put together for our drinks. Mm-hmm. I I would love to know your advice for people who are starting to branch out into creating drinks for themselves. What advice would you give them? Less is more. Meaning? Le- meaning someone will always drink a drink that has less alcohol in it. It's going to take someone a lot longer to drink a drink that has double or triple the alcohol in it. I learned that from a, from a guy that I worked with and he was talking about that in making cocktails. And it was uh, from a money standpoint, like if you have something that has less alcohol in it, that person is more inclined to buy another one. So that drink that was originally $10, they're now buying another one. So now you got $20. If that drink is too strong, they're sipping on that. So you're not getting that extra $10. That's a good point. So less is more. Um, don't think you need to add like a, a bunch of things to like, keep it simple. I, I really just think like less and simple is better. Um, and I think that's a great place to start off with, you know, like just less and less is more and simple is the best. It's so weird too, because just like I told you, like I'm, I'm into rum, like that's become mm-hmm. My thing. I'm not even really a big drinker, but I have found that I like rum and I like rum yeah. drinks. And even if I do like a rum and coke, okay? Yeah. 
I found by even playing with the ingredients. So I like drinking sugar cane pop. Okay, yeah. So yeah. now if I'm going to do rum and Coke, it's rum and Coke, but it's it's Mexican Coke yeah. that's going with the rum. And even a little change like that can completely change, like, the, f- the flavor profile of something that you're drinking. Mm-hmm. And I it's, love that. It, it's so good. And um, if you add, like, cherries in that, too, a little bit, like, like just a, you know, just a cherry, like one cherry in there, that cherry juice with the sugar cane. Because, again, now you're going from something that just looks like Coke to you have a cherry in that, and it's like, oh, my God, look at you. Look at you now. You're Making all drinks. fancy. Being fancy. Look at you go. <laughs> Jenna, this was a delight. Tell people where they can find you, where they can find Bar Talk, the podcast, and where they can find the, the Bar Talk videos. Yes. So we are um, at Bar Talk with Jenna across the board, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. We are on all streaming platforms to listen to podcasts. And my account is at Jenna C. Duddleston. It's a mouthful, but if you find Bar Talk, you'll find me there. Thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me. This was such an honor. I can't believe I get to like be on this side of it now. It's a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. And I really enjoyed having Jenna, like Jenna was my student. God, I've been teaching now for 12 years. Jenna was my student, I want to say eight years ago. And to see that she has figured out a lane for herself is really encouraging. It's it's awesome to see people take things that they love and create from that. Create from, here's what I do. I'm good at it. I know some stuff about it. I want to share some of the stories. And there she is sharing stories and giving us history. It's great. It's really great. So please support her. I wonder if we could maybe do another sort of House of L collab. As you know, like my wheels spin a lot. They spin a lot when it comes to having smart people on the podcast. So I'm going to think about that. But I hope that you have a really wonderful holiday. Or you don't have to. These don't have to be for the holidays. And now you have a drink that that's mine. You could make the Lawrence Teeny because Jenna gave you all the information that you needed for it. And you could do it whenever. Do it to celebrate the latest Bulls win. I really should start doing some more Bulls stuff here. Do what you got to do. But enjoy yourself. Try to stay out of trouble. Have a good time. Don't don't drive after having the Lawrence Teeny. Don't be blaming me and don't be blaming Jenna. But go check out Bar Talk with Jenna. Find her on in- Instagram, Jenna Duddleston. It's fun to say. It's got good syllables. Have a wonderful, wonderful time. We got more great guests and sports adjacent. They got another. I'm going to be a guest on Sports Adjacent soon. It's going to be an absolute mess. An absolute mess, as it always is. I'll talk to you next time.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.